so glad that you're here. This is Karina Michelle, and welcome to Coffee with Karina. So this chat is part of our Inspirational Women in Hollywood series, and I'm here with the star of Say Yes to the Dress Atlanta, Lori Allen. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for doing this with us. So many have seen the show. Um, It's such a popular show and it's been on for, is it 11 seasons now? 11 seasons. Our 11th season just aired. Wow. That's incredible. I actually love it. And it's so funny. I actually went on and caught up on a couple of old shows. I wanted to check it out and I don't know how you guys do it. You and Monty are amazing. The emotional side of it, I would just be sobbing through every show. How do you keep it together? That was my main question. Yeah, exactly. And that's a great question because sometimes like I'm pinching him and sometimes he's pinching me because some of these stories are so heart-wrenching and you've got to be strong because you want the story to be told. And we've had brides come in in wheelchairs. We had one, she was walking across the street in downtown Atlanta Mm -hmm. and just some random crazy man shot her in the back paralyzed oh my paralyzed. god yes that kind of stuff but that's real life you know it's not always just fun and games and with all that said and done we've had that I've had several brides that have had cancer and other oh illnesses some of them have passed away and you know that you're giving them some joy and I want them to be able to share their story but it mm-hmm. is very difficult some days some days I yeah. go home Ranched. Do you really? Does. Okay, good. I mean, not good, but I'm watching this. I'm like, how do they do this? There must be a yeah. trick, but oh, wow. Yeah, I don't think you could do it and not cry sometimes, but I try to do it away from the bride or away from the right. family because I don't want them to be any more sad than they are. Right. It's when the mom starts crying too, you know, when they come out in the dress and then the mom starts crying. It's like, oh. And, you know, we do tear up even to this day. You, know, yes. you can't tell anybody's expression. You don't see her smile. Right. We all have masks. But even still, there's something heart-wrenching about it because the bride will still tear up when she's got on the gown of her dreams. Uh, It's connection. You cannot make it happen. It either happens or it doesn't. I call it like fishing. You know, know. fishing and we're throwing different lures out there in the water to try to find that perfect dress. And she'll still tear up and we still tear up. Yeah. And do you guys know? So do you know, like right when she puts it on or do you have to kind of wait and see? Oh, I can tell. Been doing this 40 years in December, uh-huh. and I can tell by the way she throws her shoulders back, oh, she yeah. her head, and she starts like petting the dress. <laughs> you, oh. you can totally tell. I, I just know when it's the one. I just kind of take them. You know, I want to try on a few other dresses, and we always say that's fine. But if you truly love a dress, you can try on a hundred more, and you'll go right back to it. You know, it makes it very easy, actually when you find that gown in your dreams, because the others just pale into comparison. And the key point about it here is that it's got to be her vision, not mine, not Bonnie's, you know, not the consultants. It's what she had envisioned for her wedding. Wow. So how did this all start? Did you have to audition or did they kind of contact you in the beginning? Because I know you started this right out of college. Well, I started Bridals by Laureate right out of college. I'm actually a business major. I went to an all-girls school in Columbia, South Carolina, and then married and moved to Atlanta and started my store. And I started very small. You know, I was a thousand square feet and nobody came in and I was changing the mannequin 500 times a day. (laughs) You're like, got to keep it fresh, right? Got to keep it fresh. I'm so bored. Just did not give up. Absolutely did not give up. 
and yes. wouldn't give up. And my daughter has asked me that. My daughter has a marketing mm-hmm. agency and she's like, mom, why didn't you quit? You know, mm-hmm. why didn't you do something else? And I really did not let that enter my mind. My parents had lent me $40,000 to open Bridal by Lori. Wow. And so I stood on their shoulders. I had to be a success because my parents believed in me. So I knew that this could grow into my dreams and become what I wanted to, but it took a long time. I'm a late bloomer. Women that say it's over after 50, honey, I'm saying you're just getting started. I didn't even start on Say Yes until I was 50. So yeah, I'm a late bloomer. The business took a long time to grow. I was very patient with it. In the meantime, I had my children. I had two stores at one time. And finally, when we decided to start something in the country that really wasn't out there, which was destination bridal shopping. We decided to buy a building and have a lot of merchandise, a lot of bridal gowns in that building because we figured out finally that our brides were traveling to try on bridal gowns. And you know, what's better than going to one shop and feeling like you've seen all the different styles and seen everything and you can purchase it there rather than going around to 10 boutique shops? So we did that really? many years ago, and that was our secret sauce. And Got then, it. of course, we moved into that 25,000-square-foot store we have wow. now. Wow. How exciting. Yeah. It's yeah. 25 times the size of what I started out in. Wow. it's incredible. Mm-hmm. I have to ask you, too. I know you talked about the funniest mistake that you made when you first started. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. <laughs> you want to tell us about that? I love this story. So. <laughs> you know, it's just crazy. My Aunt June had bridal stores in Birmingham, Alabama, and she'd always told us about how we could do this and work it out and all that sort of thing. And I only had 25 bridal gowns in the store because actually it's all I could afford, you know, we built out of the store and all that sort of thing. So really sold our first dress, I want to say probably about a month after we opened it to go off. And then I didn't even know how to ring it up. That is so great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Aunt June came to the rescue, right? I'd be in the back room and call Aunt June. I'm like, Aunt June, we sold a dress. Oh my God. <laughs> she already told me before, but back then, you picked up the phone and you called the order in uh-huh. or you mailed the order in. Can you oh, imagine? Are you serious? This took months, I probably. Am <laughs> there was no fax machine. Wow. And so it was one or the other. And finally, when people started using faxes, because you know, that was just such a big deal for us. And eventually I got a buying office in New York where we would fax all the orders to the buying office and they would go around to the manufacturers placing our orders. I mean, times wow. have changed so much. So much faster now, right? Everything's so much more efficient. I guess that's good. It it's definitely Absolutely. put us on the fast track. That has been so helpful for the bridal industry. We do so many changes now on dresses. I mean, that's kind of our specialty at Bridal Spa Lori. We like to make the gowns unique. So we'll extend the train, erase the neckline, add sleeves, that sort of thing. So you've right. got to really be able to keep up with all these changes. Yeah, you know, I get one shot. I can't mess it up. Right. That's true. So Aunt June, did you know then when you were pretty young that this is what you would be doing? Or did she know, do you think? June had an idea. I was very interested in it always. Like I said, I'm a business major in college. I did mm-hmm. work at several bridal stores in South Carolina while I was in school. And then Also, my Aunt June was really innovative for the times then. Mm. So she kind of helped me and guided me. And of course, she didn't have a television show moving like I did. 
But we invested in a larger store way before the television show came out. So right. you were you ready. Know, you were ahead of it. We had a vision. My husband and I had a vision. He understood my dream uh-huh. and we stuck with it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really a huge part of it is seeing it in your mind and picturing it and just sticking with it. Wouldn't you say? Oh, I think so. And I think now, I don't want to say younger people because I don't like talking like that. I want to say people that... (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you. I agree with you. (laughs) I want to say the demographic that's starting in their careers right now. Yeah. You got to realize that nothing worthwhile comes overnight. And I have brides walk in the store. They're like, oh, Miss Lori, I would love to have a store like this. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 40 years of hard work. You know, this is there's somebody that's been there that really treats this like their baby. The shop is my baby. I take it very personally when our brides buy. I want to make sure they're happy. I want to make sure they have a good experience. I want to do the best job that I can possibly do for them. Mm-hmm. And I have people working for me that feel the same way. Right. So, and it shows. Know, it doesn't yeah. come overnight. I'm no overnight success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to hear. And I think, yeah, you're right. A lot of people think, Oh, you know, I can do this a couple months. And if they're not at that point, then they want to quit, right? And it's like, right. No. Or we've had people that have come in and opened a large store. You know what? I'm glad looking back that I started small and grew into my space. Because mm-hmm. if I would have opened in a store this size, because our store is really like right. an apartment store. If I would have started in a 25,000 square foot store, I never would have made it. And I know that. But all these years of teaching and experience, it got me ready for this store. Exactly. To gradually kind of grow into that. Yeah. It'd be too overwhelming. I can't even picture it. That's that's such a picture. But no, that's awesome. Yes. We do such a thing on the show. So do you have any self-care routines or ways that you like to relax? Well, I really in the morning and I hate to sweat and I'll admit it. I just (laughs) But I do get up every morning and work out some. Either I walk four or five miles with my husband or I do some sit-ups or some light weights. I take time for myself now. Mm-hmm. And it makes me better during the day, actually, to do it. And like I said, I hate sweating and I hate working out. But I'm very proud of myself after I get it all done. <laughs> and it cleared your head, right? For the day, that's how I kind of feel. It gets you in that right mindset. And I read my devotional. I mean, that's just my morning routine. Yeah. I talk about this in my book, Say Yes to What's Next. Self-care yes. is the new black. I want yeah. women to take time for ourselves and not feel guilty about it. And I've been there with the children and trying to get to work and, you know, trying to do it all, you know, right. but there is not a thing wrong with, I tell my daughter and daughter-in-law this every day, there is not a thing wrong with taking 30 minutes, an hour for yourself. You'll be a much better person. You'll be sharper. You will just have a better day. Right. And even right. if I sweat and gripe all day, I feel better after I work. Right. It wakes you up too. Huh? Yeah. So tell us more about the book. Say yes to what's next. How did this come about? A book came about with me turning 60, which was last year. I've just turned 61. So my book came about with me turning 60. And I'm like, I had people come into the store and, oh my gosh, you're 60, da 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 And people would ask me, I had some brides and their moms, when are you going to retire? And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I feel the same way, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And they're like, when are you going to retire? And I'm thinking, I have no intention of retiring. I'm sharp. I have a lot to offer still. 
Nobody knows this industry like I do. Why in the world would somebody ask me that? And then I yeah. got mad. I'm like, you've written ask this of a man. And why are you mm-hmm. asking this of me now at this point in my life? And it just kind of fired me up. And yeah. then I started looking at it. did. And then I started <laughs> looking at ads for women over 50, actually. Right. You know, yeah. we've got on the granny sweater and, oh. you know, or it's for Depends or for a walker or for mm-hmm. medicines. And I'm thinking, what in the world do you think of us advertisers? I mean, really, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? I don't feel like there's ever been a sharper, more energetic group of women over 50 than there is right now. We have set the standard for working women. You know, when my kids were little, I was like a pioneer with working women. There are very few women in our neighborhood when my children were little worked. I mean, maybe one or two of us. And we had to figure it out. And Molly mm-hmm. asked me, my daughter, all the time, she's like, how'd you do this? Well, yeah. how'd you do that? And I'm like, we had to figure it out. It's not and always like, easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. I was kind of looked down on. And, you know, I really was. Like, oh, she's mm-hmm. working, running and all her kids, you know. Right. And now I put my children up against anybody. I've raised strong, independent yes. adults. And I tell women that all the time when I travel and do speeches, I'm like, you can raise fantastic children and work too. I agree. And they see you working, you know, and if they see you really yeah. engaged in what you're doing, I have two little girls and they love it. They love coming to set with me. I bring them on set, you know, and they watch and they love take it. it all in, you know, and I, you I think know, it's important. I want my children to respect me and I mm-hmm. want other women to have that same respect from their children. And whether you're at home or you're working, it's important that you're happy. And I think Mm -hmm. the respect comes from personal self-worth. And the personal self-worth, you know, it doesn't matter where you get it from, but your children have to realize that, that, you know, hey, I'm worth it. I'm Mm -hmm. your mom and I value myself and I value myself whether I stay at Mm -hmm. home with you and homeschool you or whether I work every day. I just feel like we need to lighten up on each other. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. And all women are different. You know, it happens. They do judge. It's not meant they to do. be that way, but it still happens. And I think, oh, I you know. Judged. I was. I absolutely yeah. was. It brought mm-hmm. me to tears sometimes, you know. It really did. And, you know, I'm thinking I'm doing the best I can do. And everybody right. is now, and especially with this COVID and trying to homeschool and all yeah. that. We're all doing the it's best tough. we can do. And, and with every family, it's different, be, too. Exactly. We need to be supporting each other. For sure. You know what? I really appreciate this. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us this morning. We're going to be looking out for your book. Is it available on Amazon? Thank you. It's available on Amazon, Garden the Noble, Target. It's just a book of motivation for women. It's geared toward women over 50, but I've had so many younger women also say, this book has motivated because there's all kinds of tidbits in it and stories of my life in it. And it will just make you stop and think. And that's my whole goal here, for women to just take a minute to breathe and say, am I happy with the path that my life is going in? Mm-hmm. And if not, you can stop and rejig it. <laughs> right. And change it, right? That's the whole exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you so much. We will talk to you soon, hopefully. All right. Thank you. All right. Take Bye-bye. care. This is your host, Karina Michelle. Thanks so much for joining us for Coffee with Karina. And I want to say a big thank you to Lori Allen for sharing her journey and her inspirational story with us. We invite you to come back for our next episode where we'll be talking more about where our inspiration comes from and what keeps us going. So you can follow me on Instagram under Karina Michelle Official. 
and also see more of our inspirational stories and chats in Authority Magazine. Talk to you guys soon.